the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. Well, welcome to Counterculture. It's always so fun to show up and be at this table with you, Jonathan. Thank you. I feel the same way. I, except there, it's the only thing that would make it better is food. Well, we that's say the true. table, but we did have caffeine. Yes, we were that's highly true. caffeinated before this, and yeah. you had a bagel, so you kind of had, had food before. And I'm eyeing some caffeine across the table right now. I know you are. I know our, our guest brought some caffeine in, right? <laughs> so right. highly caffeinated, which is always really good, or not, because then you got the shakes. We talk a lot, right? Yeah. Okay, so I have a question, real quick, because we're coming into fall. What's your favorite thing about fall? Fall. I mean, I mean, we're yeah. I, I feel so cliche. The cooler weather, but yeah, I mean, someone takes his dog out every morning and for an hour. Like it'd be nice if it wasn't so. Yeah. Dang hot. Right. I know. So I do. I look forward to that. The cooler weather. Kids are back in school already. It's. I mean, this. Yeah. So. Mine's football. Football? Well, just as homey because I yeah. grew up with watching football yeah. and having it on. Not, I, I don't have to sit and watch it, but just knowing that it's on, it's just it's that homey and it's yeah. the different seasons. So yeah, yesterday, you know, having just football on in the background was, That's nice. was kind of fun, right? But as you think about fall, it's like you're, you're coming off of summer and no routines, right? And then now you kind of come into the fall and kids are back in school mm-hmm. and – and ministries and things start happening in businesses yep. or everybody's back in the office or not in the office, but together. And so you're kind of in a new rhythm and kind of starting to think differently. And I think people kind of get in a mindset of, okay, now how can I get involved with some things? And they're more open to right. things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited about our guests that we're having right now that I want to introduce. Lisa Malman. You, you, Lisa. Another Lisa. Oh so be goodness. careful when you a, a say Lisa, Lisa today, yes. right, this morning. You have to give us eye contact. Lisa J, right. Lisa M, M. That's yeah. right. as in Mary, yes. Lisa M. Yes. Lisa J, Lisa M. Okay. Well, and she's here. Just uh, I, I love. I just ran into her at a leadership conference uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we just realized, oh my gosh, you're fun. I really like you. I need to know you. <laughs> and then she showed me, told me what she's doing, and I'm like, okay, we need to know more about you, and we need to have you on the radio. So. Here she is, and she represents. She's the. I, I will let you kind of tell, but regional director, Southwest, Southwest, Southwest. director, Got a promotion. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so good. We'll celebrate that. <laughs> how uh, far? Like how? Like all the way to the Calif- edge of California yes. to 
Oregon? How far up so north? So it was just Arizona, and then the southwest is now Arizona, California, New Mexico, Nevada, nice, and Hawaii. Ooh, nice. I always like to say that one yeah. last. It feels do, right. Yeah. Do you get to travel to those places? I do. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever need I, a traveling companion when yes, you have, when Hawaii yes. comes up, I'll I'll sacrifice yeah, and I'll suffer. So yeah, I'll do that. I was the regional director, including Hawaii, re- for the last five years, and so I know people in Hawaii, so I can set really? you up. Yep. I know. I, I would love to hear more. About Lots this. of connections. Yes. Yeah. But we diverse. Yes. 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 So <laughs> I think we're here because we're here to talk about Hawaii? young lives. Young, young lives. lives. Yes. Young okay. lives in Hawaii. I got distracted. Correct. In, yeah. in Hawaii. But Young do. Lives is a group for teen moms to find support, yes. community, and fun, yes. among other things. Wow. That's a simplistic version, but I like the fun in there. Yes. Because if we're not having fun yeah. and bringing that in, then we're not open to really engaging in relationship yeah. and seeing the world differently, right? So. Totally. Tell us, like, Young Lives is part of Young Life. Correct. And so just explain a little bit about Young Life, what it does, and how Young Lives came into being. Okay. I love that you said you love fun, because Jim Rayburn, our founder, said that it was a sin to bore kids with the gospel. And so Young Life, is uh, the mission is introducing adolescents to Christ and helping them grow in their faith. And so for Young Life, that is middle school, high school, kids with special needs, and teen moms. Um, I specifically get to work for Young Lives. Uh, which is junior high and high school moms that are pregnant or parenting. And so the way we do that is just as God entered our world and learned our names and gave us hope, we enter the world of teenage mothers and learn their name and share in that hope by spending time with them at their schools, at pregnancy centers, at group homes, any place we can find a teen mom. Uh, Teen moms are some of the most isolated and overlooked people in our society and so mentoring is the heartbeat of young lives it's kind of modeled mm-hmm. after first thessalonians 2 8 we loved you so much we are delighted to mm-hmm. share with you not only the gospel of god but our lives as well. well and so mm-hmm. it's not just hey we'll pray for you here's the gospel it's we we have delight in sharing life with mm-hmm. you and having fun um we listen to moms who can feel forgotten, and we continually show up and say, just as God ran after us, we're going to run after you. Um, we that The way we do that is we have kind of a, just as Matthew threw a party for his friends to meet Jesus, we throw a party with a purpose every month. And so we call that club. It's a place for young moms to drop off their babies, have some good, clean fun, even if it's just for two hours to be a kid and forget the weight of responsibility on their shoulders and hear that there's a God out there that loves them. We provide dinner because often hungry ears can't listen or focus. And we have donations at this club because our hope is to meet their physical need so that they ask us how to meet their spiritual need. Mm. I love that you're because you're creating community for them, right? And in so many of them, I I would imagine – being a teen mom comes with a lot of shame mm-hmm. and guilt, right? And you're not sure how parents are going to respond to you, how yes. uh, your friends or if you're in the church, how the church. I mean, there's a lot of stigma put on them. Right. And so I love that you're saying we delight in you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you've done. Mm-hmm. We see you mm-hmm. as a as a person first. And then I love that you said we give them a chance to be a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, teen moms, I can't even imagine just the weight, the responsibility mm-hmm. of a son you have this baby. But you're still a kid yeah. inside. And you don't want them to lose their childhood. But they're also having 
a lot to carry, right. literally. And so coming alongside them. Mm-hmm. So One of my favorite things that we do is we take them to camp in the summer mm-hmm. at Lost Canyon yeah. in Williams, Arizona. And we um, take them, their child, and a child care worker. Mm-hmm. And we ask that they leave their cell phone at the gate. And so it's a chance to be removed from their noise, their environment, and just get to be a kid uh, child care often pays to come and they're background checked. And so moms are blown away that you would bring them to this beautiful place that we say is made for them. The, you, you'll watch Las Canyon turn into Babyland. There are mm-hmm. strollers wow. everywhere. It's the thing t- never to miss. It's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. And that's right. We just say this place is for you and we want to lavishly love you and know that there's a creator out there that thinks you're pretty awesome. So how do they respond? Because I know a lot of times – Sometimes these kids, they don't know what love looks like, and they've never really received love. So, like, it can be overwhelming, I would think, sometimes Mm -hmm. to somebody to, like, even say I love you Mm -hmm. um, and then to start doing things. So how do you – I'm sure each – well, as we know, each each girl is is unique in their story and their background. Mm -hmm. How do they – how do you show love without overwhelming them but guide them into where they go – they receive it. Right. That's a great question. It's funny because everyone has different personalities. Like some are like, oh, you get to hang out with us. It's a gift for you. And others are very cautious. Um, people in their life haven't been safe. And so they're not going to uh, – in your life, we're always like, tell us your story. And they're like, I don't even know you. Why yeah. would I tell you my right. story? Why should I trust anything? That's right. Yeah. And so it's just showing up. I think it's the willingness that we're often coming on campus with goodies that people want, especially pregnant people, right? Donuts, chocolate. We always come. I'm I'm sad that you're hungry because I usually often have chocolate in my purse. I might. I might have to look. (laughs) But I often come with a game or treats always on hand. And so you're right. Like we just have to be patient. And um, it's so funny. uh, Cal, this past weekend, our pastor, you might know him, Lisa. A little bit. um, He asked a question, when did you feel pure joy? And that, that rocked me a little bit this weekend because I, I just remember being at camp. And so there's nothing cooler than watching girls get off the bus and it looks like the weight of the world is on them. Mm. People are like yelling. If you've been to Young Life, the welcome is ridiculous. We have to actually say, can you take it down like five volumes? Kids might be sleeping. So people are welcoming them into camp and it's such a beautiful picture of we're like so glad you're here. But they're just like, what is this place? They're mm. grumpy and guarded. And, and then we have this thing on the last day that's called a say-so off of the verse, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And so they stand and talk about the change that's happened in them this past week. And then you watch them get on the bus and you're like, literally they're lighter. It's like crazy. And I was like, every camp, the last day, it's pure joy. Mm. And it took a ton of work, which was kind of his point at the sermon. It was amazing. It's work to get to that pure joy, but there's no greater feeling than watching someone literally transform right before your eyes. Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah. And it's not, camp is such a beautiful because it's an experience. Right. And experiences are powerful. They're transformational. And you don't have to go to camp to have one. But how do we create experiences around us with people that allow them to to have that personal 
touch point, right? And and where somebody really cares and they interact and whatever that looks like. Right. Which and, is why they go home with their mentor, right? right. We're like, the Lord doesn't live at Lost Canyon. He, right. he goes home with you. Right. You have the Holy Spirit. And so, and, and you can't come without a leader who is going to walk alongside you at home. And so mm. that's kind of my favorite thing is you don't show up and there's counselors at camp that are, live there. You come with the people who have earned the right to be heard, who are speaking into your life mm-hmm. and get to go home wow. and speak into your life. Mm. We talk a lot about peacemaking is very generational Mm. because a lot of the work you do, it's like there's no quick fixes. You know, you don't just have a conversation and then things are changed and things are better. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of things we do, which I think uh, is a reason why a lot of people are hesitant to engage. You're like, well, will this really make a difference? And I probably won't see it. So it's not worth my time. And what we like to say is we're constantly building bridges and planting seeds that we might not see the results of, but hopefully our children, our grandchildren, future generations will reap the benefits. Like we've re- rep the, repped, is that a word? Repped? No. We've repped I the like benefit. I'm, I'm going to try to use it. Okay. We, we've repped, uh, reaped the benefits of so many people before us yes. that had no idea the sacrifices they made. Mm-hmm. And then we come in and we're like, well, yeah, this is how it's always been, but mm-hmm. somebody made a sacrifice. So, I just love that it's a generational approach to like ending cycles. That's right. So, so their kids, their precious little babies they're bringing into this world don't have to have the same story as, as their mom. That's right. Yeah. We always, I always tease people say, why are you in this ministry? I'm like, it's two for one. You get two generations for the effort of Absolutely. one. Absolutely. I'm a two for one kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your story coming into this? Like what drew you into this work? Because it's hard. It it's messy. Yes. It's it's exhausting. But like you said, but there's pure joy in it. And yes. all those go together, all those emotions. So yes. what's your why? So my mom was pregnant at 15 with my older brother. And I just watched, thankfully, she did have family support, and so she was really rallied around her and my dad. And so um, I, as an adult, heard about Young Life. I had gone once as a as a high schooler, but um, it didn't. I was just doing other things, and and so uh, I was working out with a friend, Megan Ruffdine, and I was like. She kept saying, oh, I have to take my teen mom here and my teen mom here. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is a teen mom? Like, you know, I, I mean, I know what teen moms are, but it was just odd to keep yeah. hearing her say right. that. And so I went and I walked in the room and saw their first club that we talk about, that party with a purpose, and just saw them having dinner. And I was like, this is something I want to be about. And so I um, was matched up with a 16-year-old who was about to have a baby and I just fell in love. Her her um, mom was living on the street and her dad, she was recently reunited with her dad who had also been doing drugs but his clean and she was reinstated and he came down with cancer mm. and died when her baby was two months old. So she was oh. celebrating the reunification of her being with her dad and feeling like family was happening but then had a newborn at 16 and it was heart-wrenching she was depressed and wasn't taking care of the baby and it was like the hardest year of my life like I jumped in was like I'm gonna help and be the savior you know and not that I would have been the savior but in my mind I was like I have a lot to offer and really what happened is it 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 just crushed me I learned so much from her so much more than I think I gave her and um and just said and so at the end of that volunteering, they said, would you consider coming on staff for Young Life? And I was like, 
no. After that, yeah. Yeah. I was like, no. Like, mm. this has been devastating for our family. And so this guy, John Byer, said, well, why don't you pray about it and see? You're like, oh, if- you're playing that card. Yeah. Pray I'll, about I'll it. pray about <laughs> it. You got it. I'll pray about it. I just saw quote marks just now. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah. That's right. I, I said, I will pray about it and had no intention. And um, at the same time, my parents owned a company that they had had for a long time that I was helping manage a division in. And uh, my stepdad had an affair on my mom. And mm-hmm. um, and so, uh, oh, at the same time when they asked me to pray, they said, would you consider coming on staff October 1st? And I was like, sure. But this was like months, three months away. I was like, sure, that's odd date. And um, and then my mom came to me and said, it's it's been too great of a loss. This uh, affair on our company has been terrible. And so we're going to sell October 1st. And I was like, <gasps> oh, my goodness. I know Whoa. what my next job is. And I'm scared to death to do it, mom. And she's like, every good thing is like that. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. so then led 16 years later, here I am working for Young Lives and helping run the division and give moms hope and all the things. And healing. And, really? I, and I, yeah. what you're saying is like for your, from your experience, you dove in thinking, oh, I have a lot to bring to the table, right. which I think a lot of times we do going, right. I have these experiences. I have this expertise. I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is God's going, this Rex, is about yeah. you too. Yes. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is about you too. Your story. Mm-hmm. Oh, little one. Let me teach you a few things. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And he kind of breaks us down. So it's like we receive as well as giving. It's very mutual. Um, it's like it's mentoring's happening on both sides. That's right. Right? Right. And as I, long as you have the right posture, right? We always have to be learning. It's mm-hmm. amazing how much we need to learn. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like I get so much more than I am able to give when I have the right posture and go, I have so much to learn from you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think I've arrived, though. You do? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. When you arrive, you die. That's what I, I it's, it's so true. <laughs> and the Lord's like, this, okay. The other sad part about me is that I have to not only learn, but I have to relearn. Mm. Oh, for sure. And I think it's like I did. I think I learned that I'll trust you, Lord, with my you know with some area of my life, mm-hmm. and then I think I I got the lesson, mm-hmm. and then five years later, I'm like having to relearn. <laughs> right. It leaves us humble, right? It does. Oh. <laughs> but I love yes. that you're open to and seeing that, like, I have to relearn this. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's like the moment we stop learning and growing, we're done. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so I like that. That's a humble. You have to go, okay, I'm yep. relearning this again. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, that, that's powerful, but to come into it and just, um, so have you seen your 16 years? Yes. So some of the gals you started with 16 years ago, now they would be like, their 30? kids are in high school. Oh my wow. gosh. It's so crazy. I, I got a bunch of high school pictures this past two weeks and I just couldn't believe it. Some are nurses, some are doing amazing, some are still struggling. It's just amazing to see the fruit of the ministry and the things and it's just been amazing. And I, so go into that, so the str- like I could see getting discouraged. When you see, you, oh, I, I've poured my life mm-hmm. into someone, mm-hmm. and they, it doesn't turn out great, mm-hmm. or at least at least for the time, you know, mm-hmm. a decade later or something. How do you process that? Yeah, that's a great question. Everyone will say like, if a gal gets pregnant again, like, oh, you didn't do your job, and I was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. the I, I didn't give to get a result. I was I was called by the Lord to stand in the gap, and mm-hmm. I have to believe that the moments that I were in there matter and that I don't always get to see the fruit of every labor that I had. And and so I just uh, often have to go, 
I often hold tight to the poor will always be among us as well because mm-hmm. it often can feel like there's so much work to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I just go, okay, Lord, today I'm going to show up with the gifts that you've given me, the discernment of today, not caring what anyone else thinks or how they think this girl should be treated or that three strikes you're out. That's not how we work. And right. so it, it's often um, – there's so much trauma that goes into a lot of our girls have been sexually abused and uh, just have trauma that y- they, they slip up again and you're like, where is this coming from? It's coming from trauma. And right. so mm-hmm. we just continue to show up, show up, show up because that's what we're called to and can't be focused on the results, mm. just focused on the be in those moments. Well, that's God's role, right? Right. It's like, okay, God, we're, we're doing what you called us to do. Yes. And you love them so much more than we do. Right. And their story's not over. That's right. Exactly. And they often say that uh, if a, a mom gets pregnant in high school, that a third of them drop out. So 33% don't complete high school. And schools have been telling us that that number changes to 80 to 90% when mm. they're involved in young lives. And so it just is a reminder, like, although we may not see results in some area, that statistic alone, we want to jump up and down about that we are making a difference in this Gen Z population. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other, I mean, to kind of get kind of big picture, I guess, is that a, there is a common critique that Christians only care about the baby in the womb. That's right. And yet here we have a, a great example of mm-hmm. tangible serving women at the point of crisis and not not one-off drive-by compassion, but really getting involved in the in these girls' lives mm-hmm. meaningfully and, and amazingly. Mm-hmm. So I just love, I just absolutely love hearing that. Mm. Love hearing that this is happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we have to think differently about all this, right? How do we think differently about life holistically, you yes. know? And and, and and it's hard to do that because it means more engagement mm-hmm. a lot of times. It's not a quick fix. It's not just do this or, you know, pitch this button or whatever. But it's like engaging in a life that's, that's messy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it just it, – it, it requires a lot of you that sometimes you don't even know you're going you're gonna to be giving mm-hmm. of yourself. Mm-hmm. But what else would we do, mm-hmm. right? How mm-hmm. else are we going to change – change our culture, change the world. And that's what that's what God is calling us to do right. as followers. That our action follows our words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So how do people, if they're, if they're listening to this going, okay, I may have know of somebody mm-hmm. that, you know, a teen mom, mm-hmm. or I, I think God's tapping me on the shoulder. How do they get involved? How do they find out more information? Uh, we have Young Lives in the Southwest is our Instagram. Plus, my email is younglives101 at gmail.com. Ooh, that's that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other cool thing that I am excited about is something called Life Pack. And um, Life Pack is something that we figured out during pandemic that often we couldn't get to neighborhoods when we needed to. And so something in the East happened where they were in shelter in place and they couldn't even go drop off supplies. And so sometimes a Young Lives leader is dropping off diapers or wipes or food or gas to help them get to uh, work or things like that. And so um, we realized there was a barrier. We couldn't even enter the neighborhood. And so we had to think creatively. So we did um, camp virtually, which was Mm -hmm. really crazy. We dropped off boxes all over the nation with matching T-shirts so that we showed some unity. Mm -hmm. We see you. We care about Mm -hmm. you. And then we virtually put on camp, which was really fun. And then um, Life Pack is 
uh, we we see the burden that leadership is carrying right now, that our coordinators and our volunteers and our leaders are trying to get supplies to moms and just can't. And the, we were seeing the weight and going, how can we address this? And so I'm super excited for this initiative, um, this project that we're doing in the Southwest. We uh, partnered with Midwest Food Bank mm-hmm. here in the Valley, and they are helping us um, box up food and then uh, diapers and wipes and formula which can be hard to come by but we have many that are helping us walk alongside our moms and provide those things through the hospitals and different things and so what happens is we get a QR code placed all over the valley and moms scan it fill it out and kind of personalize what their diaper needs are their formula needs food things like that and then we um, ship the box straight to them and so if they're located in Phoenix then we put the Phoenix flyer in their box and then we tell the closest mentor or leader hey this box will arrive in a day here's the shipping and then they reach out to that mom and say I have your shipping uh, your tracking number your box will arrive tomorrow and we just want you to know we're here from you we're here for you the Lord loves you We'd love to help in any way. There's a mom's group this night, this close. We've had boxes get there so fast in one day that before the leader could even reach back out, they um, reached out and said, I got my box. Thank you so much. And she's like, oh, great. We have club on Thursday. And then she came and and got to be with in a room full of moms and hear the greatest love story that the Lord loves her. And we're just amazed. So you can also text Young Lives, Y-L-V like victory, S like Sam, to 55678. And you can give to help sponsor a box. It's about $50 to send a box of food, diapers, wipes, supplies to a mom. And we need that. And so you can sponsor a box or five or ten, whatever the Lord leads you to. Mm. But that's another tangible way to say we see you, we hear you. We may not have time, but we would love our resources to help you. Mm, that's so beautiful. And it, again, you know, a way that we can engage in the community, engage in young lives. Yes. I love that. That yes. makes a generational impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love how you you guys are just doing the hard work, mm-hmm. but inviting others to, to join in with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's lighter with people like you. Well. <laughs> and the world's better with you. Elise, this has been mm-hmm. such a great time, great conversation. So appreciate your heart, mm. and you're living out you're living out the gospel of of loving the oftentimes that what our society might want to put put away or put put back, and mm-hmm. you're living. And you it exude out. joy. You really we do. Talked about that and earlier. Fun. I'm yes. guessing fun. I can see it, and in a moment, so she'd break out into fun. Oh, for sure. I, I'm, I'm feeling it. Just a party. I'm still going to look happen. for that chocolate in my purse for you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank Lisa. You. Appreciate Thanks you so much. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplify Peace, educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.